right guys welcome back oh my goodness welcome back i am so ready to get into this episode because again it's still about relationships so you know that's my favorite <laughs> but we're gonna get into the more positive side and how we can really fix the relationships we're in or our future relationships we'll get into so the last episode was kind of rough especially for me because after i like turned it off I really am the epitome of self-justifications and I'm so proud of myself that I've been slowly able to stop doing that. Oh, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, you, you gotta stop. You gotta stop this episode right now and go back because each episode is, you guys know, a stepping stone into the next one. Wait, I really wanna know. Do you listen to this podcast and say, well, she really still doesn't know what she's talking about? Because please remember, these are all evidence-based research findings. They're all empirical research. And it's helped me, and I want you guys to thrive. So in this episode, let's reclaim back our power in love. And let's make our relationships better. As I said before, we're all in this together. And I want everyone to experience life from a better view. Now, this is a huge disclaimer. Please please oh my goodness please do not fix a toxic relationship that is filled with verbal emotional or physical abuse this episode is for those that are single or for those that are in a loving relationship but your partner just tends to get on your nerves a lot and if this episode is not able to provide you with enough advice or enough information on the relationship that you're in that may not be too good please contact a hotline or seek help if you if you need it hey you can even contact me find find my instagram dm me and we will figure something out all right guys so going back from the last episode we know what makes us unhappy and unsuccessful in relationships now going back to tavris and aronson they explain how successful partners extend to each other the same self-forgiving ways of thinking that we extend to ourselves. So in basic terms, we, we forgive each other for the mistakes as just we're removing it from who they are as a person and just realizing that it is just the situation that is mixed up and we give the other partner credit for the thoughtful and lovely things they do lovely i know so beautiful <laughs> okay so for example when my partner is just in a mood i guess after work and i'm thinking it's random because i had a great day um, immediately my mind used to go to up oh, here he goes with this shit you know i wh what the hell <laughs> and instead of looking at the behavior try to realize oh like he did just have a long day at work i know he worked really hard this week i understand why he could be in a mood so it's kind of taking away that there always is a problem with the relationship and really trying to think from the other person's point of view and that goes with self-distancing, kind of being a fly on the wall. So don't look at that negative experience or that argument as if it's directed to you. So, you know, try not to consider the straight anger as directed to you, okay? Because there's a lot that's going on. We are still individuals in a relationship and that is a very key thing to remember. 
Tavers and Aronson also cite Grotman, where he is a psychologist that finds that when people dip under something called the magic ratio, their relationship is in trouble. And I said it like that because can you believe that something in psychology is deemed as magic? I get crap for believing in astrology. So who knew that something could be magical? But truly, this ratio is pretty great. So successful couples use the magic ratio five to one, five positive interactions. So love, affection, humor to negative ones, which could be annoyance or complaints. So despite if that couple is arguing 10 times a day versus once a month, the ratio is put into place. All right, so let's get into Shay's world for a second, okay? So when I first heard this concept, I was like, well, obviously, right? Like, obviously you need to think positively during an argument, but that's hard. And for those who are in relationships or dealing with someone or left the relationship, you know how difficult it is to not immediately go to self-justifications, to really sit and think of positive things so this five to one ratio is so cool i have been um, conditioning my man to do this and he probably doesn't even know that we do this and it's so funny because it really does alleviate a lot of the stress within a heated argument or maybe just a regular disagreement right so an example of doing this i guess would be if you are upset that your partner does not give you a good gift for any kind of holiday and that is something that's really upset you because you spent money you got a great gift whatever the case may be so instead of immediately complaining about that to your partner think in your head five things against that one negative like hey they remember to get my coffee in the morning or make it the way that i like or when we went out to eat and they ordered for me that was sweet. like you just want to think of five positive things to the one negative so if there's many negative things you gotta think of five positives to those many things and it really does work now again this will only work if you both want it to work, right? So I can't just use the five to one ratio and then he's using one to five, right? And thinking of all the negatives to me because then it wouldn't work. No matter how painful it is, letting go of self-justifications and adopting the magic ratio will truly further you with the right partner. Hence where I say, right partner as someone who wants to work with you the right partner is someone who's willing to put in the work no matter what and try not to get confused with one that is willing to put in the work and one that you are willing to put in the work to fix them So now let's go back into the mindsets from Carol Dweck and then I also really want to go into self-distancing and self-immersion. Like I said, love is never ever supposed to be easy. It should be taxing. 
even with all these fairy tales we hear, all the movies we watch there, it's not just supposed to be happily ever after. So in the last episode, we talked about the misconceptions with people with fixed mindsets. And now we're gonna talk about how growth-mindsetted people think in a relationship and how it helps them. Someone with a growth mindset, they, they see the problems, but they don't relate it to character flaws. But instead that they see the imperfections, the relationship is still okay. There's no dissatisfaction. You can look at your partner's limitations and you can decide where to build from there because you would expect your partner to do the same to your limitations. If you are short-fused or if it's difficult for you to discuss things, take the time with your partner. People with growth mindsets also believe that change is able to happen from both sides. But Carol Dweck made a point for us to remember, do not confuse this, that someone will change. So as I said before, the right partner is willing to put in work. You will find out that there may be people, there may have been partners that wouldn't have changed. So even though I said you contributed to a relationship ending or if there's intense arguing, you have to see it as will that partner work with you till the end? Are you willing to do that for them? This partner has to want to change and commit to the change and take actions towards it. So now, going back to Gross and Aduck, self-distancing and self-immersed perspectives. Remember, we want to see complications separate from what it does to us, so we want to be self-distanced. So remember, when there is a rejection, as in a breakup, or when there is a bad argument, please try to take the self-distancing approach by not connecting the two together and see your experience separately. Learn from the experience. Gather a slow growth mindset. And lastly, self-compassion. Remember, we're not striving for high self-esteem. We could try to strive for self-compassion. So remember, self-compassion has three components self-kindness, common humanity, and mindfulness. So self-kindness is really speaking to yourself as a friend and very warmly. So not using words like you're the best, that is a judgment. And actually we've already learned that those kind of positive statements do not help. But to just take care of the relationship, take care of your partner and really choose your words correctly and not using words like, oh, you never understand what I'm saying because then that leads into common humanity, the second component. Everyone is not perfect and you are not either and everyone suffers. You're not the only one dealing with things. So to look at this relationship and to see, okay, my partner is allowed to make mistakes. My partner is allowed to not understand communication as well because I'm still learning communication too. But this isn't an excuse, okay, to deal with a partner who is just blatantly disrespecting you, okay? Like, let's just get that clear. And the third component is mindfulness, to stay present, to watch your thoughts flowing down a river, right? So how can we use this in a relationship to think very presently and to take one argument at a time? So you deal with something, you 
take those tools that you guys said you would work on and only focus on that initial problem. That is how this will become a lot easier and maybe it'll alleviate some different problems that are soon to come. And you know, let me throw this comment in for the people who probably think I'm preaching on here, okay? Like, I am not in a perfect relationship. My man right now is probably listening like, girl, we used to suck at half of this stuff. But hey, we are not using labeling anymore. No judgment words. So we didn't suck. We just didn't have the tools. And that's what I really want you guys to get from this podcast. Things don't have to be as hard as we think if we have the right tools in our pocket. So that's what I'm giving you guys. And this is just a small bit. You know there's so much more to learn because relationships are hard. Love is hard. And that's okay. I hope you guys took a lot from this episode. These past two episodes were my absolute favorite. In the next episode, we're getting into friendships. So it's going to be even better. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.